This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I learned my lesson. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to complain. To this day, I just, I don't complain. I think complaining is, and, and I'm going to say it, complaining is telling God he got it wrong. You're listening to Money Moves, powered by Greenwood, a finance podcast dedicated to dropping all the knowledge and gems from the world's leading celebrities, entrepreneurs, and experts in tech, business, and more. I'm your host, angel investor, technology enthusiast, and media personality, Tanya Sam. Each week, we talk with guests who are making significant strides in their fields and learn how they are making their money move. If you're someone who's looking to make your money move, you're in the right place. So open up your notes app and lock us in because this podcast will give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance you so rightly deserve. Before we start the episode, I'd like to remind you to check us out at gogreenwood.com and follow us on social media at Greenwood and me on all things social at It's Tanya Time to stay locked in to new episodes. Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to Money Moves, the podcast designed to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. I'm your host, Tanya Sam, and today get ready for an electrifying episode with a true master of reality television production. With over a decade of experience crafting captivating and high-profile shows, our guest has earned a spot among the top executive producers in the industry. From hit franchises like Love and Marriage Huntsville to iconic shows like The Real Housewives of Atlanta, he's affectionately known as the king of reality TV. 
But that's not all. Our guest is also a, is not just a force behind the camera. He's a charismatic host of the Nightcap with Carlos King and the chart-topping podcast Reality with the King. Money movers, please welcome Carlos King. Uh, hey girl, how you been? It's been a while. Been a while. Such a pleasure to have you on the pod. Good to see your face. Although y'all y'all can't see it, I can, and it's shining. Ah, uh, thank you. Well, look who's talking. You're as gorgeous as always, and thank you for having me on. I'm so thrilled. Well, I'm so excited because I feel like this is the perfect intersection of so many worlds. Um, you know, we're talking about business, entrepreneurship, how people make their money moves. I've been on reality TV shows before, ones that you really were instrumental in blowing up across the map. And people always want to know like how you did this, how you built this, how you got in the game. So I want to start at the beginning. And I want to talk about little Carlos, you know, six, seven, like, what did you think was going to be your money mover? Like, what did you think your career was going to be about? That, that is so funny and such a good question. So at five, six years old, I remember distinctly my I, I'm one of 10 um, kids. My parents, um, no extra baby mamas, no extra baby daddies. My parents had 10 kids. I'm number five out of 10. Yay! Yeah. So I grew up with tons of personalities and my mother was truly a real housewife. She was a housewife in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, because child, somebody had to raise his crazy kids. Yeah, so, no kidding. My older sister named Tamika, I would never forget this. And for some reason, it stuck with me. So I'm maybe six or seven years old. And you know how when you're a kid, you're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And my sister asked me that question. I was like, I don't know. And she said, and I swear to you, she said this. She said, I see you as a businessman. Really? I, I, yeah. She said, you're going to be like Jack Abbott on The Young and the Restless, which if you know soap operas. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is like high and sexy praise. Yeah. And I'm like six. I'm like, what are you talking about? And, and Tanya, I remember, I remember being six, like, girl, what does he do for a living? I'm six. So it's funny because I look back now and I am a businessman and I I love what I do, but I did know at 12 years old, after watching Ananda Lewis host Teen Summit on BET every Saturday at noon, <laughs> I said, I want to be just like her. I want to be a host and I want to get into production and the rest is history. Wow. I love that. Well, thanks, sis. That's really inspiring that she just saw a big business entrepreneurial spirit in you from such a young age. And shout out to the Young and the Restless reference that made my day right now. Yes. Okay. So you now have these like big dreams. And what was your, your first job? Did you know you wanted to go into production? Were you that intentional in your like pathway? Before the world knew about manifestation and law of attraction, I was somebody as a teenager who manifested this life for myself. I prayed to God constantly, mm. and I was somebody who just always saw myself being on set, being in front of the camera, and it's no secret or surprise that is happening now because of that. So I always knew I wanted to be in the business. And when you're from Detroit, Michigan, unfortunately, 
especially at that time, there wasn't any production going on. So I knew I had to be in New York City. So I left Detroit at 22. I dropped out of college as a junior and I moved to New York City with my sister and I made it happen for myself. I snuck into Universal Music Group and I said, I have a, a meeting with the internship coordinator for internship at Def Jam Records. And this is nothing but God. The security guard was like, okay, go upstairs, hit your badge. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Girl, yes. So long story short, the internship coordinator said, wait, you snuck in here to get an internship? He said, I'm yes. so impressed. Come back in the summer and I will hook you up. I did that. I was an intern at Def Jam Records. This is like the era of like Jay-Z, the Blueprint album. Oh, this is like, I feel like a mafia came out of that era. Oh, girl, it was like Rockefeller Records. And, you know, Beyonce just started dating Jay-Z. That year I was an intern is when they dropped Bonnie and Clyde, the single. So this was like, like you said, the mafia days of like the music industry, especially at Def Jam. So that was my introduction in the business. And I just became the king of interns, girl. I interned at The View uh, with Barbara <gasps> Walter, Star Jones was there, Meredith Vieira, Joy Behar. And then I ended up at BET um, interning for 106 in Park. And that was my last internship before they said, we're going to hire you as a PA, a production assistant. So I dropped out of college again because I enrolled in Hunter College in New York City. And I said, my dreams are coming true and I can't let, which <gasps> I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm like, girl, I can't let college stop me from like achieving my dreams. So I dropped out my junior year, got a job as a PA, and that's how I got my start working in the business. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. 
Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my gosh, so much happened here. Okay, um, we are going to have to talk about all these things because I also want to know about you know your journey through manifestation. You mentioned that. I want to talk about that. Okay, but also shout out Detroit. So you're from Detroit, born and raised. Like, What high school did you go to? Finney High School. It's burned down now, but it was a, it was it was a, a, a legacy at the time. I mean, I just feel like I'm meeting all these Detroit people all of a sudden, but I love it. They're just pumping out all these people. Yeah. Okay, so now you got your first job, you got your first paycheck, and you're learning the business. Like you're understanding, like behind the scenes, from production assistant, getting coffee, doing whatever it takes to work towards your dream. Yes, and it was great because listen. I'm successful, number one, because of God. Number two, because I literally, Tanya, I've had every single job in the business. I didn't, I didn't skip yeah, a step. I was a production assistant, an associate producer, field producer, supervising, and, and the rest goes up and up and up. But I, I never skipped a step. I literally did every single person's job. And because I've had that education and mm-hmm. that experience is how I was able to own a business because I'm able to teach the new group of people coming up how to do the job because I did it before. So I know what I'm talking about. You know, it's so interesting because one of the things I love being able to speak to like really um, successful people on this podcast is just what makes a good leader. And I hear, you know, and here's the thing, I hear the same things over and over again, because I think there's just some people who are just really great at what they do and they've cracked that nut. And it's honestly being able to understand when you were going to be a business owner, an entrepreneur, or if you're in corporate or wherever you are, understanding what it takes to make a successful business run. And you have to know like the whole gamut, like from how to handle the talent, how to be behind the camera, how to do the editing and like understanding that that experience doesn't come overnight. Like you worked your butt up to get it. 
Yeah, no, I did. And and it's it's all deserving because I, I worked for this. So when you know you cultivated your skill set, no one can take it away from you. Yeah. No one can. Because the way yeah. you were able to navigate through those um, troubled waters, you know, as we all go through in our career, it's okay because you're now able to continue to apply that grit and that hunger into every level of your life. Amazing. Okay. So tell me, as you're working your way up the ladder, um, I want to know some of those times that you needed to dig deep for that grit. You know, look, my first reality show job was the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Stop. So here, right now. Let's dive right into it. Yeah, season one, we did not know what the show was going to be called. It was called Ladies of Hotlanta. That was the name of of the show. Yes, honey. Horrible working title. But 100 degrees here today. Yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So I I was new to reality television. And for me, I had to, like, learn on the job. You got to fake it till you make it a little bit when you're when you're starting off into a new phase in your career. I'm not one of those people who's like, I've never done before, so let me just like shy away from it. No, I'm going to accept the role and I'm going to research the position and I'm going to be better than everyone else. That was my philosophy going into producing The Real Housewives of Atlanta. I, just, I, I said, I'm just going to follow the blueprint. and and Follow and, the blueprint. And soak up what my bosses are telling me. They know this genre. I don't. I was, I was a sponge. And I soaked up all the experience. And, I was, I, and the best thing about that season, as a producer, I never complained. My other... <laughs> producing team complained a lot and I was like no I'm happy to be here and I'm grateful to be here what does complaining in the business look like right because I think people talk about entertainment and stuff you know and here's the thing you have to be quick on in in television production things go wrong yeah things are always going to go wrong Uh, there's a memory card loss a camera's down so you know I think Attitude is everything for sure. But, you know, when you talk about like not complaining and being able to go with the flow, is that just part of your personality? Or did you just realize like in this biz, I just got to be like the guy that people want to work with? A little bit of both. So my prior experience working at BET um, as a production assistant, I unfortunately was being egotistical because I was watching other people be that way. And I thought like, oh, I guess, you know, you should, you know, be like this. Interesting. Yeah, I watched other people be that. And I thought that's what you were supposed to do until um, I put in my two weeks and my boss said, girl, you can leave today. (gasps) Like, bye. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm quitting. She said, no, I'm actually letting you go early. So that was very humbling for me because I wasn't, I wasn't behaving in the way as somebody who was grateful for the opportunity. I, I I had success very early on as a production assistant, and I was like, I know everything. So that mm-hmm. humbled me, Tanya. So when I got to do the reality show, I was like, no, I'm meant to do this, and I learned my lesson. I'm 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 never going to complain. To this day, I just I don't complain. I think complaining is, and and I'm gonna say it. Complaining is telling God he got it wrong. Ooh. 
complain. I, I like this because I don't really like to complain either. I'm like, let's, I'm solution based. Or I'm just like, it's yeah. such a waste of time to complain. Like I want, I like you, I think I'm, I like perfection and to do the job right. But like complaining just is a waste of time if you ask me, but nobody's yeah. asking me. But no, but I agree with that. So no, don't, don't complain. Don't do it. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If we helped you make your money move, please share it with your community. Subscribe and leave us a review on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social media at Greenwood and visit us at gogreenwood.com for more financial tips. And remember, money movers, if this were easy, everyone would do it. So take the lessons you've learned from this episode and apply it to your life. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure to tune in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and subscribe to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood so that you too can have the keys to financial freedom you so rightly deserve. Until next time. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.